Welcome back to the NCR podcast. This is our first repeat guest. We sit down with our friend Matt DeBrook, 10-year affiliate owner and CrossFit HQ seminar staff Flowmaster to discuss COVID-19 and how it's affecting him and his lifestyle in Montreal. Yeah, so Doobie, we were just talking about um, programming a little bit, and uh, PT was was on the topic of making uh, programming workouts that are fun for people, and, and, and workouts that people want to. I'll let him explain. Yeah, but we Doobie, you're the first. I think you're the first repeat uh, guest on our podcast. That's is awesome. Doobie, is Doobie the first repeat guest on our podcast, uh, guys? Yeah, he might be. Actually, I think I think he, I think he is. So because we so the first one we got we got like your entire background and all this. So I just yeah. want to we just want want to shoot the shit about uh, COVID and programming for at home workouts and maybe we can uh, have a debate as to what the best uh, the whole best home gym equipment is and all this stuff. Give us a fun four the spot. Best, the best right gym, the best gym equipment is right there. <laughs> a full affiliate in your garage. That's not. <laughs> We had, to, uh, we, yeah, had to, like, yeah. okay. we had to. Yeah, we're recording. We had to send pictures of our garage to HQ for like the online level one. Oh yeah. And, yeah, we can talk yeah. about that too. And I yeah. think I think Mally believes that I sent her my gym, <laughs> my gym pictures. <laughs> oh really? Oh, and I was like, no, no, it's my garage gym. <laughs> your garage is unreal. Because they're trying to see if you've got the right amount of space and all this, eh? Well, yeah, to make sure that you can uh, see the entire, the entire person do a movement, for example. Like you need enough space to like put the camera far enough that, that I could do like a full squat where you don't only see my hips or only see my, my feet or touch my Doobie, face. How, how involved are you? Like you're involved in uh, the creation of this? No. Like, are no. they trying to... Uh... To like get Flowmasters to set up shops in their garages, or no, no. For now, they just want to see who would be able to uh, to run it. And uh, we're like fifty something Flowmasters, and I think they uh, they put online three online courses, so they they do not need everyone. They just want to know what's doable, depending okay. how long this thing is going to last for. Mm-hmm. And realistically, we don't have much info other than it's to allow people that want to revalidate to be able to revalidate without waiting. Okay, cool. And you guys, and that's basically, that's for the webinar, right? Cause it's like a two part thing. There's like the online course and then you guys would be doing like the live webinar where I guess you'll do like a version of the breakout groups and answer questions. Well, I, don't, I don't know exactly how it's going to work yet. Like we had to like just send the information then they're going to give us uh, more info later. I, so interesting. Yeah, I'm excited to see see how it's going to be because if you see like on .com when they posted it, Nicole answered a few emails, a few questions on on the on the comment board. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Including uh, people asking if new 
new participants would be able to do their first level one online? And for now, the answer is no, because the in-person is really important, the yeah. transmission of culture and all this. So it's really like a, if you've done your level one at least once, then that would allow you to like revalidate, but they don't want it to replace the level one by any means. It's Imagine kind of doing a level two online. <laughs> oh man. You know, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of nice in a sense for those people who, uh, who, who maybe got their level one to open an affiliate. They don't really, they don't really coach or they got their level one out of, uh, out of just interest for themselves and they don't really coach. And they're just like, I won't bother going to the live course to like revalidate. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe now these people are going to revalidate because it's just online. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. You can do it at your own pace. Also, it's self-paced. You don't need to block an entire weekend, you know. Although some of the best comments that we do get at level ones are from people revalidating. Yes. Who, who always say like, I, I came into this weekend, like thinking, why am I redoing this? And then I, I leave like with a, with a new passion for CrossFit. We get that all the time, right? Yeah, so like it'd be, it'd be too bad. I mean, it would probably like you're right, Peter. Would probably get people to do it because some people are probably thinking like I'm just not going to revalidate. It would it would get people to redo it, but they'd be missing out on something pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, if people have questions about that, I think uh, there's a couple of answers on .com in the comment thread. Like Nicole Carroll was answering quite a few cool. uh, quite a few people. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, that's sweet. Doobie, how's uh, how's quarantine going with your gym? Ah, well, the gym is shut down, man. <laughs> like, like everyone. Yeah, but your virtual. Yeah. You still have your virtual. The virtual version. Yeah, like we. Uh, I'll be honest. Everyone has their own view, and no view is necessarily better than the other one because we don't have all the pieces of a puzzle yet. We took with uh, with both my business partners Jacques and Franklin. Like we we took the the option to like not be really vocal about everything that we're gonna do until we have all the information in our hands. Like for example, we knew that there was gonna be something happening with like the the rent, right? But we're not gonna freak out about the rent and like tell people that if we can't put our rent on hold. We're going to close. And if this happens, because it's all if mm -hmm. we're just going to wait for like all the information and, and then we're going to keep the community going by doing, you know, obviously virtual workouts. I think you guys did the same thing. Like we're going to cut the, anyone that wants to cut the membership, like, you know, suspend all the payments and all this, of course, we're going to, we're going to do that. Some members, refuse to to stop their membership like that's very way to they want to that's a that's a very small percentage but i mean there are some people that still work and that's like their way to to feel that they support the gym and we're not gonna force them not to do it pretty cool man each like every community that i've heard of has a few people that have offered to just keep it going for nothing yeah which is pretty awesome I mean, of course, like they'll get their memberships back. The, yeah. the only thing at first, at first, I'll be honest, we didn't really want to do that because I wanted to have all the information to be 100% sure that I would reopen before I would let someone still pay. Right? Like, I mean, for example, 
if if my landlord says like no you need to pay your rent for the next like you know six months and you can't be open for six months like i mean that would be that would be a big problem and i wouldn't feel comfortable uh telling people oh yeah pete keep paying your membership and then maybe i'll keep open you know i'll still be open but now that i have like the information that will be you know opening after after this like i have no problem with someone wanted to help me out with like paying my internet bill and the electricity bill and like stuff like that but i mean they're they our big thing is that my money is not more important than someone else's money and my situation is not more important than anyone else's situation so i don't want my members to feel obligated or to feel pressured because of a sense of community that they need to help me out. Like they need to help themselves first because that's what in the long run is going to help all our gyms is that when we can restart, that we have members that have like the possibility to become members again because Mm -hmm. they take care of themselves and their family. It's kind of the same uh, like mindset we've had sort of the whole time. And I mean, I know I was freaking out a little bit when this whole thing went down and stuff, but PT had that mindset and, held true to it from the very beginning was basically exactly what you just said just like where everyone's suffering in a different way and we just need to like relax and take a second here to look at what's actually happening and what people are paying for and not just take their money when we can't offer them any you know any value for that that's it that's it fully agree fully agree um i i like what you said there db when it's it's, it's tough to take people's money when, when it's uncertain. You know, when you're uncertain that you're going to be a business in uh, six months, then it's tough to say like, okay, keep paying us. Help us try to stay alive, right? That, yeah. That's, that's the challenge. Because what if you do go out of business? Mm-hmm. You know, what if you do uh, declare bankruptcy and, and, you know, what happens then? Then the members are like, well, why was I paying? Like, why didn't... You know, it's kind of a waste of money in, in, in a way for them because they could have just said like, well, we just helped this business live during this for three months when they could have just closed right from the get-go. Basically, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. obviously everything's hindsight 2020, but uh, I like, so did you pause everybody's memberships right off the bat or did you keep well, them Well, not right off the bat. Right off the bat, we closed, then we wanted to see what was going on because at first the forced closure was two weeks so we were like okay well if it's only two weeks we're we're just gonna extend everyone by two weeks you know it's not it's not a big deal but after week one we realized it was going to be it's going to be longer Mm -hmm. (laughs) so after week one we issued like a message to all the members saying like hey simply answer to this message and say suspend and then we'll suspend your your membership and, and a big, a vast majority, I'd say, like, you know, did it. Like, from the get-go, like, maybe 65 or 70% people, like, asked to suspend. And that told me and, and Jacques, like, that we were doing the right thing because we're like, okay, well, these people are stressed out for the future. Like, you know, so the gym is now added stress to them. Mm-hmm. They're really happy to be able to put it on hold. They're all thankful for it. Instead of just answering suspend, they're all answering a message you know, mm-hmm. with a message and saying, oh, thank you for the opportunity to do this. We hope that like, you know, you're going to be open soon. So yeah, we did that. And then, and then even some members, you know, are like, no, keep, keep my membership on. And like, we, we just re- replied with, uh, with uh, obviously a 
thank you message and also like uh hey guys you know like any minute your situation change just send us a message and then we'll put you on hold you know like that's that's absolutely not a problem and then you do your 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 work on your side like i mean what are your fixed costs what can you lower so then this way you can just like pass this and i truly think that it's not even a matter of like surviving during the time that we have no members. It's more going to be a matter of like surviving when we reopen. Yeah. Like I think that's going to be the real challenge. Like surviving now is like, it's a matter of like putting your rent on hold. If you can deal with your internet provider or like stuff like this, but that's like tiny, tiny things for us. Like the big thing is coaches, salaries and rent. If you can mm -hmm. somehow like deal with that, then you're fine. But then what we're a bit, not necessarily worried, but like making plans for when we reopen. And for example, they put a rule that you need classes of five or six people, you know, like what do you do with your 6 p.m. class that is 20 people? Mm -hmm. You know, do we go to like half an hour classes and you run like three, four different groups? Do you go to, uh, I mean, for shooting the shit, like I'm thinking that we're going to go towards like a, open gym style in a section warm-up then a coach 15 minutes later is going to take that group and coach them the skill of the day then that group's going to go see another coach so then we can rotate more groups kind of like then, a, a Reebok cross at Louvre style yeah and then do or or like all these big gym and then have a coach coach the the actual workout and then after they go to a open gym style cool down so you need two coaches and you can run like, let's say if it's groups of six, you can have four groups of six at the same time. So that's 24. That's still like a good class. And you like, and you, but you like section off areas according yeah. to like the space and all this. Yeah. That makes yeah, like, that stuff makes like sense. That's the challenge, right? When you, when we will be allowed to reopen up, it's not just going to be like, Oh, turn everybody's memberships back on and boom, we're ready to rock because then it's the, the value of a membership changes if, according to what you're saying. Right if you're not given the same service and now you're limiting classes, you're limiting, you know, uh, length of classes, uh, people in the class and offering, we're probably not going to be allowed to, to offer, you know, as many classes in the day, maybe. Right. Yeah, that's true. So then some people would be like, well, keep my membership on hold. Cause this isn't really the same yeah. as, as before. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted like, you know, the 1 PM class and you don't have a 1 PM class anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I can never exactly. I can never sign into the six a.m. because you can only have five people, and like you said, usually there's you know twenty five yeah. people. So that's interesting. I, I think the um, you know you're doing the right thing to kind of anticipate that and just get ready for for different um, different options. We'll probably need we'll probably need like a ten minute at the end of each class to just get everyone to clean up everything. Like, I was just gonna say I was gonna say there's gonna be a lot of time cost on on just cleaning like whether whatever that looks like I don't even know but you know an hour thirty minutes here and there to just mop and disinfect the entire place a couple times a day like that just eats away and stuff you know. You gotta, it's gonna be like in the, the good old regionals day. We're gonna have like a square where you can work out from, and then if you step out of the square, it's a no rep, <laughs> right? Like everyone's gonna get their square or the rectangular exactly. like spot to like lift. There's gyms currently like I remember. Uh, I remember going to visit my that. brother in uh, Liberty Village. Had that 
in, oh, yeah? Toronto, in Toronto. Yeah, they just sectioned off like uh, six foot squares in the entire gym. And you just like grabbed a barbell, you put it down in your square and you just sit there for the entire workout. And like, yeah, most of their workouts were programmed without pull-up bars and stuff. What's that? Before COVID? Yeah. Oh, wow. Reebok Liberty, Liberty Village. It was because it, it was a super tiny location and they had like, they had a bunch of members. I don't, I don't really know what they're doing now. I don't hear much about that gym anymore, but. It's I called something else. It's called Delta Train now. Okay. So they, they, they unaffiliated they sold it no they're still affiliated oh, okay, but they okay. sold it. just someone else the got delta. it delta yeah 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 that's that's crazy man what's uh what's the situation in montreal montreal's like the epicenter of of canada for covid or it was at one point eh? like and they were talking about the the military coming in and all this like what's the vibe in montreal uh, i'll be honest like uh i'm a little bit in the suburb we're just i mean i'm i have a nice setup Right, I don't really need to get out of my house right now if I don't need to because I can just work out, eat. I mean, I need to go out to like get some food. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I didn't try to go. I didn't try to go to Montreal. I didn't try. Like they're cutting. They're definitely cutting. Like if you don't have a reason to go somewhere, you're not really allowed to go between regions, mm-hmm. right? So like they'll have like uh, barricades by like police officers like asking you. Where oh you're yeah. Going. Actually, Doobie, I um, I took the kids yesterday. I, I uh, Sarah wanted the house to to uh, empty, so I just took the kids. I put them in the car, and I was gonna go to my brother's and just drop something off. And uh, I got stopped at the border. <laughs> I got because yeah. he lives in Gatineau, right? So I went over the bridge, and there's a there's a blockade, and the police officer was like super nice. He's like, "What are you What are you coming for?" And I had a Ontario plate. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just." Uh, and I knew what he was going to say. I'm like, I'm just dropping something off on my brothers. And he's like, that doesn't sound essential to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we like, I laughed. But I'm like, yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's very non-essential. I'm just getting the kids out of the house going for a ride. And he's like, sorry, we're, we're locking down. If, if you don't need to come into Quebec, you're not coming. So I, I turned around and had to come back. Damn. Yeah, no, yeah, that's definitely, I mean, that's, that's how it is. Like people, uh, I and mean, people are still outside a lot. I see people walking. Like I've, I've mm-hmm. never seen some dogs or, or whatever weird, weird pets. That's yeah, that's like our neighborhood too. There's yeah. people walking around I've never seen before. They obviously they all live close by. And yeah. it's like still, it's like still kind of cold. Everyone's just like outside trying to just latch on to, to good weather, but it's like it's still kind of cold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's snowing this morning. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's snowing like, hard. Everyone's outside, like, oh yes, we can go outside. Like, eh. Right. We had a couple of good days. We had a couple of good days. I I definitely am in worked a lot on the house. Yeah. The house is really neat. A lot of people a lot of people are saying their house is like spick and span. They finished some renovations or whatever. Well, I mean, honestly, like now like the first week I was a bit mad. Not mad of uh, that we need to close and all this because I totally understand. Just mad at the situation. You're just like you know, it's like we said, a lot of uncertainty. You're, like it's easy to freak out, right? Just being like, yeah. okay, well, am I gonna receive the help I need? Like, is my business that I took like 11 years to like build? Is it gonna be like? Is it gonna suffer from it? Like, are my members okay? Are they all gonna? You know, need to like resign from a membership because they're losing their jobs. Like, I mean, there's lots of 
ways to like freak out and spin like in your head and you're you get a bit too far ahead week two i kind of like became at peace with it you know just like hey if it needs to happen it's gonna happen if we all go bankrupt we'll all go bankrupt but i mean we'll all, we'll all be in the same boat anyway you know it's like <laughs> who cares won't happen yeah. you know but but they won't let it happen but even if it would happen it's kind of like you decide you're playing monopoly and you decide to start a new game you know it's like fine everyone starts a new game you you lost your broadway whatever hotel like who cares like you know everyone's restarting like it's fine <laughs> and <laughs> and then like once once like i had that mindset of like you know not caring too much about what's going to happen because it's not within my control and just to be like okay what's within my control what can i do well first i can stay fit and stop fucking complaining because i have a fantastic home gym and whether you have one or not like you have tons of workouts online like i mean and you have tons of time Right. Second, I can spend like so much more time with my wife and two kids where usually I'm out of the house at 530 a.m. I can make them breakfast. Like I can just like play with them. It's great. You know, just now, like as a joke, I'm like, I live the life of like a millionaire. Like I don't need to go anywhere. (laughs) I can just spend time with my family. When I want to work out, I work out, you know, and I read all the time, all the stuff that I didn't have time to do. And and then I plan and I, and I just take the time to like reinvent. Here's the thing. I think that like, if we think that this thing is going to go away and everything's going to go back to normal, we're probably a bit wrong. Like there are sure, always sure. like some stuff that's going to, at least the fear of like hit rehappening, maybe it rehappens and like there's with a different one, regardless, like things are going to be slightly different and I view it the same way as when internet came along. Some people try to ignore it and they went bankrupt. And other people reinvented the wheel, reinvented their own business within their business. And they became really successful, really strong. There it's a little bit the same thing. Like we need to take this with like, okay, well, what, what, what else can my gym do? Because that's our business, right? What else can I do as a trainer? to reinvent myself a little bit, not let go. Obviously we'll still have gyms like a physical gym, but Hey, maybe that virtual membership is a freaking good idea. You know, like maybe, maybe there's some people that can't come in the gym that would still do it. Even when we reopen, like what can we do to actually make this like a, like a learning experience and, and to not do like the taxi drivers with Uber, you know, let's make Uber illegal. It's like that, that's not going to solve the problem, right? It's like, Let's make sure the COVID-19 never re-happens. Yeah, there'll be another one or another shit like that at one point. Mm-hmm. There used to be wars, right? World War I, World War II. Now we are in the same type of situation as people if they were at war. Like we almost have curfews. <laughs> like we can't get out of our house. We pretty much have not all the food you can buy. Like it's one per family if you want to get the chicken legs. It's one per, like it's, it's pretty similar. Just let's learn from it and be smart. I think. Are it's you it. are you doing? Uh, sorry, Rez, go ahead. No, it's, I feel like it's uh, it's still getting worse too, right? Like every every week that goes by, there's a new sanction that's happening that's making it harder. Like the curfew thing. Like I, yeah. I feel like in the next month, we'll see that. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I, to- I totally agree with what you're saying. It's just like 
you know, it sucks at first, but it's like, there's no point in sit, like sitting around and complaining about it because that's not going to get us anywhere or do anything. Like I see all these petitions online when I, when I scroll through Facebook and it's like, the government's not doing enough for small businesses. And it's like, people need to get a little bit more creative with, with you know, it's like, it's like restaurants. It's like, uh, restaurants are not delivering food, doing a curbside pickup and stuff. It's like, stop, stop complaining, stop throwing yourself a pity party. And let's, let's think about how we can move forward through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can't just wait. That's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. if we're smart, we can't just wait. We need to like have a plan of like how to get back into it. Hey, my little hey, girl boy. got her first, her first stitches. Her first yeah, nice. first stitches. stitches. Like she oh, hit her no. head into the side of a wall and cracked her head open. Oh, <laughs> so you went to the hospital? No, she went to the clinic. They just did oh. a, a bunch of stitches. Yeah, they look good. A brand new head. <laughs> Doobie, are you running virtual classes for your for your members? Laval, no. Cross or Laval? No. For now, like we're debating, like we don't. For now, like we give one workout a day that you can do with almost anything, like a backpack that you fill up with some stuff. Like we, like, you know, no equipment. In you know, like a towel that you throw around the, the door or like, you know, yeah, table yeah. pull up. And, and that's it. I'm, we're talking about it with Jacques of like what else we could do. Our, our thing is that if we're going to do something, which we'll probably will, other than what we're already currently doing, is it's going to be part of our business plan. Meaning like it's not going to be something we do for the next month and then we stop. Like it's just, we want exactly like I told you, we want to like counterattack this thing and just be like, okay, like this type of thing can happen. What's our weakness? Our weakness is like we have a business that only works with interactions of people like one-on-one meaning like we need to be close enough to touch them, to see them, to like get that camaraderie or like community and all this. How can we keep that? Cause that's still always going to be part of our business. I'm not going to change that. I'm not going to an online only gym, but how can we also bring the online thing? Is it through programming with some classes like once, twice, three times, five times a week? Is it like, you know, what type of membership we're going to offer? Like we're not a hundred percent sure about it yet. And we want to make sure that we have the resources to continue doing it. Cause right now, if I do this and then we reopen and I need to be like nonstop at the gym, it's going to die at the same time. So we're, so that's, I mean, I'm not saying this is the right way to do it, but that's our thinking right now is most of my members are on hold anyway. They need to be on hold. They're not going to, and I don't, want to drain them no it's not draining but i don't want to make them feel that they need to take a membership to help me out because that's pretty much how they kind of see it so if i'm going to offer something it's not it's going to be like just like for example you guys are offering like a real virtual membership it's a real virtual membership like it's not like a give me money because i need some help it's like hey i'm going to give you a service and mm-hmm. years of a service it's not temporarily necessarily it's like you can buy the service and do it done i haven't found this service that would work well for you know for the business model of crossfit Nevada yet but it'd be something that could be an added service that i want to add to my website 
and it's going to stay there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. That's a really good point, Doobie. I obviously I don't necessarily agree with it yeah. because no, because right now it's like everything is is so fast changing that you could start something and on the fly change it or yeah. lose it. Right? It doesn't necessarily need to be a staple and we we talk about the virtual stuff as maybe it'll stick around maybe it won't and it's like i think the and we saw it with with like our our classes or we we tried different time slots we tried different formats we tried doing a class that's not even the same workout as the workout of the day and then people you know and then you just adjust and you go on the fly everyone is kind of i think used to right now they're used to things can change so like we went from one night going like hey 6 p.m classes to the next day we're like hey we're done with 6 p.m classes nobody's showing up you know and then the next day we're like hey we're gonna add a 9 a.m and then people are on their phones and ready to adjust to these things so mm-hmm. you could just just start it right and then if it stops it stops or if it you know so like yeah, we, 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 we just heard- for we we have like a way more for my uh for my members, like we have a very small membership base now that we moved and all this, like we're like a hundred and twenty something. But you got and three gyms, basically. You could you could have that offering for your three gyms. That's the thing. That's exactly like what I'm getting at. Is like that's why okay, like yeah. we want to like potentially, but but there that involves that involves having like a, a plan that for sure we could do on the fly, but at the same time, it kind of need to be thoughtful especially because in the other gyms I have other situations. Like I have like one of my coach that basically if I don't pay him, he's being sent back to France. Like I have like, like, you know, like mm-hmm. there's other situation. CrossFit the Valley is pretty good in terms of, of like no one is going to lose their citizenship or, <laughs> or like other important stuff like this. Like they're not going to be deported if I, if I don't reopen right away. I think we're yeah, thinking the same kind of thing as you in terms of it's potentially, it could potentially stay like what PT said, but our approach is just like experimental, right? Because yeah. there's so many unknowns like PT's talking about. It's like, you need to just start something, troubleshoot, because it's almost inevitable since this thing has never existed before. Like where, you know, I don't know any gym who's done live virtual CrossFit classes. So it's like, what are the best time slots for available for people like PT's talking about all these things need to be troubleshooted so that you can almost perfect it but by the time it is that you do kind of reopen so that you can you can optimize it for you know for just like a continued offering almost you know agreed Um, i think uh, do you use uh no you don't use mind body anymore mind body now has like a virtual class or something added to their then planner did the same thing. Yeah, that's it. So, like, I mean, you can even see that these companies are like reacting to adjusting. Yeah. Doobie, your situation is different. I'm thinking about it more now, and it's it it is very different because you do your uh you have several partners in different gyms. So, like, if you were to say, I'm going to offer one membership virtual, and it's offered to everyone, where does that money come? You basically have to create an an entire different company now. Yeah, no, but that's it. That's that's what yeah, I'm saying. It's okay. like it's a so, bit tough for my it's, personal it's, situation. Yeah, it's more. It's definitely more complicated. You're right. Where us, you know, us is just like it's us three. It's the gym. It's like the revenue that that's going to come from this membership is just 
for the gym. It doesn't have to be, you know. Like, I, I don't want to say that you can't troubleshoot it. No, this what I mean is like, for me, like, it's almost like I'm starting a new venture if I go into this. Yeah. So yeah, I need yeah. to make sure that like, it's, it's like worth it. Because, yeah. for example, like we're doing it, I'm, what I'm, I'm testing it with, we have something called uh, Academy, like new generation, next generation of athletes in English should be like, but that we do for a school. And now like school has been pretty much canceled until like next year. Mm-hmm. So with them, we're troubleshooting exactly what you're doing. Like uh, we're doing like a, it's a mix of like a ebook that gives you like the month programming with like a special page where people can go on, on Facebook, like a secret page where people can go and like have more information, ask questions. And then there is like a live testing, like at the beginning and the end of the month too. Like we're testing with like stuff like that also. Like, but if I offer it business-wise for CrossFit, about CrossFit Delays, CrossFit Montreal and all this, it's going to be like kind of like a product where, like you said, like all parties agree to yeah. all that. Yeah. Doobie, you're a guy. You're a guy that never stops, right? And you you always have a a bunch of different things on the go. Are you finding, are are you finding um, these challenges and these different situations uh, fun? Yeah, Almost. like now, yeah. now I'll be honest. Like, it it might be, it might be like, it might be coming off as a selfish, but I'll say it. It's fine. People would judge me. Like if they misinterpret what, I, what I'm saying, but like I start to like my situation because I can pretty much read three, four hours a day, which is one thing that I need to do because that improves my English, that improves my knowledge. I have tons of books like Pete that landed me one book I never read already. You know, now it's, it's read. So, so that's like a project that I really like. And, and it gives me a lot of time to also push with like that, young thing like a next generation athlete and the force five equipment because the force five equipment like i never really got to push and now is a really good time because people have time back home they want to train they want like a home equipment Mm -hmm. so so i'll be happy like i'll be honest like i i don't dislike this change of scenery because i have a lot of stuff on the go like it helps me to like stay happy and hungry for yeah, like I think more. it's to- I think it's totally okay to say that, man. It doesn't come off bad because you're you're not a you're not a dick, and you understand that there's you know there's other people that are not in the same situation, right? And it's still you know people aren't spending time with their families; they're going and working and working in hospitals and stuff like that. And obviously, they're finding this time. Um, or like police officer, police officer, yeah. like working nonstop. They're changing all their shifts. Like they have like zero quality of life right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What I meant more was the, the, the challenge, right? The, the challenge of like, Hey, let's, let's turn the business around a little bit. Let's, like you said, like we got to adjust our business plan and, and go from there. And we were talking about this yesterday and it's just, it's, it's been kind of nice. No, no, like big athlete, big name athlete or, or political leader, whatever it was ever like brought up in like easy time. You know, it's like, you need these, like, it's annoying. And like I said, the first week I was extremely mad. Like I asked my wife, she would like, tell me to cut it. Like to just shut up. Like, cause like, I would just like run scenarios in my head and like go way too far. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, like, but, but to a certain point you need to go through that stage. 
Yeah. But go through that stage. Don't deny that stage. Like some people will take them a bit more than a week. Allow yourself to go through that stage of like, call it deny, anger, whatever you want. Like, but then after you need to like snap out of it and see it as like a challenge. And we love challenges. If you're a CrossFitter, like, I mean, we have challenges at every workout. Now that's just a new challenge. And it's like seeing the glass half full or half empty. Like it's much better to see it half full. Like we, we all are brought down pretty much to our knees. Like, are you going to learn to do a Turkish get up to get up a lunge <laughs> back squat? Like, what the fuck are you going to do? You know, are you, are you, how are you going to get back up? Or are you going to just like, you know, stay on your knee and just uh, wait for help? You know? Yeah. What do, you think good, of your membership? what do you think of your membership base? Are they, um, like, are you interacting with them at all? Like, do you, do you think they're staying yeah, moving? People, or they... are, people are commenting. So we post on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, there is not much uh, action, but I still post just to post. But on our Facebook page and group, people will post their score and then shoot the shit. I'm, I'm actually surprised there is some guy – Mike, Mike from the morning class, I'll shout out to Mike, like that is not that constant when the gym is open, has been doing every single home workout. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's amazing. And like he said, he said exactly like, you know, now is a good time to change your routine. Now is yeah, a good yeah, time yeah. to like, you know, to make it, make it at least like a positive side. So I can't wait to see him again because he's going to be like super, super fit. fit. Yeah. That's amazing. That's great. Jimmy, are you all the all the equipment uh, all the equipment companies are like backed up? They've got zero inventory and stuff. Like at least you know, like Rogue and I, I saw a thing on uh, Instagram. Like Assault Fitness is the same situation. Everyone's trying to order assault bikes. What what's the Force Five equipment? Are you seeing like huge orders or what? Well, it's a bit different because um, yeah, we have a lot more orders than before. Um, we had like a weird situation, right? We switched to mass production and it took us a year transition and basically the week before this thing really happened we received our orders so wow. i'm fully stocked like wow. that's for sure so i'm lucky for that that is lucky fully yeah. stocked in europe fully stocked here now the problem is that with everything that's happening like now Trump changed the laws for like import, <laughs> and now like my stuff is taxed like 108 percent. Like, when if I want to, like you know, import large quantities over there, so like I'm putting everything back to Canada because I had to ship some in in the U.S. and shipping from Canada. Because if it's small orders, it's okay, but if you like send more than ten thousand dollars or whatever worth of equipment, so that's changing our plan a little bit. But we're lucky that like we you know we're fully stocked and we had almost zero sales before because we we're waiting for that equipment. So now we're like, definitely we have averages that we never had. We used to have like one or one to three orders a week. And now we have three orders a day. So that's, you know, a lot more. That's cool. What are people ordering? What's the, what's the equipment of choice at home? Yeah, this is a good segue into that. I wanted yeah. to ask that question. Well, I mean, we don't sell CrossFit stuff, right? We sell stuff that like you can hang from, that you can do pull up from, that you can do like L sits or work your grip. There are the things that you go through. Like if you do a, like it's more obstacle, like obstacle course race. Yeah, it's obstacle course stuff. stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, 
a special ring that you can hang from. It's not a ring, but you know, it'd be like a metal stick and there's weird different shapes that like make it harder on, on your hands. And uh, so like people will just buy like the regular ones that you can put on a, on a doorway pull-up bar. Right? Mm. Like that's, that's like the number one thing that people, uh, people are going to get. And so we have like kits, beginner kits, intermediate kits. That's what most can of Can I put it on like a regular pull-up bar? Yeah, yeah, you can put it on any bar. Oh, like since, it's, not, since I'm not doing muscle ups, maybe I'll order some of those. It's all. Uh, kill to do a muscle up right it's now. It's all like you know, you, you just put it, you just put it with straps. Like it, you just get some straps, and then you hang, you hang like this thing, and then you hang from it, and then you swing to the other one. Or oh wow, you have some that are like brackets or. Well, you, that's, don't sell, like, that's cool, you don't sell like dumbbells or kettlebells. No, no, no. That's it. Yeah, we don't yeah. sell any. I don't. I, I didn't want to go in any of the regular gym stuff. Yeah. Like we wanted to go and look. Like it's all like the business plan is that it's all easy to ship, very small. You know, it's like things that you strap on, and then you can just like you know work your grip to like pull up on this or oh, wow. hang or. But it, it's all easy, easy to ship. Like dumbbells are a nightmare to ship. Like it's super expensive. And, and you need huge warehouses to do it. Like we're still, you know, we have a huge inventory, but it's like 12 pallets. You know, it's not, we're not talking about, you know, uh, York barbell or, yeah. or road as like 1 million square feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if even, and if, uh, if you did have a million square feet, you'd probably be contacted by the government to start making PPE anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's true. But I think uh, to answer your question, I think that people should go back to like the CrossFit.com archive and like just uh, download the Garage Gym original like list that you can get. Basically, yeah. starts with a pull-up bar. You can easily do that. Uh, it's easy to get. I think some locals like Tonic Performance or Tidax or like some local Canadian companies have some still. Yeah. Then CrossFit.com has been sharing the, uh, the DIY equipment. Uh, yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. Like the med like, ball. Oh dude. That, did you ever like make that med ball? Any of you guys make a med ball like that? No, before with a but I made, I made the pellets. Yeah. How Actually, did that, did that ever it. explode on you? No, my game's profile picture is with that med ball. Like really? My, my, my like the open, the little picture you have. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. I used to, uh, wall balls i was really bad at wall balls so i built myself a med ball and i'd go up on in my condo and i'd do karen once a week no shit i know yeah, i know exactly what picture you're talking about yeah it's a it's a green ball i taped it with painter's tape i think yeah. oh my <laughs> like a basketball uh, yeah it was basketball i think it was like it was like 23 pounds i think <laughs> that's amazing rx plus yeah exactly it, good. it got the job done yeah that's awesome I'm seeing Doobie. pictures. pictures uh, sorry, go ahead, PT. No, I was just going to ask Doobie something. Go ahead, say it. I, you're, I'm, see, I'm seeing all over Instagram, like, people are just coming up with crazy ways to make, uh, make at-home gym equipment, like, because it's all sold out and, you know, whatever. They're making it out of wood. Like, some people have wood squat slash bench racks. Yeah. Where they're – because you can't, like – if it's made of wood, you can't adjust it with anything like they don't have normal J hooks. They've just created this massive like slanted piece of equipment where they just hook the barbell up on different like 
two by fours dishwashers yeah like a like a dishwasher rack like it's so it's so funny some people wait i have some like yeah some people have crazy setups like wood setups like it's pretty cool Uh, but you know people are at home they got time they want to work out build something just build it yeah Gibby, i was gonna ask you because you're um if anybody doesn't know you really um I'll, i'll let them know that you're a guy who uh who loves to work out obviously you're an absolute <laughs> lunatic you're a lunatic and you'll work yeah. out all the time no matter what always say yes you're you're number one for that but i feel like you rarely work out alone everything that i see from you is in your garage with your your bunch of savages or whatever those whatever your crew of of i won't call them buffoons because they're good <laughs> dudes, you're just the you're, force you're, five you're, crew yeah, the, the, the Laval crew, you know, the garage is full of people. You're yelling at each other. You're doing weird bandage shit. So, like, how's it been working out by yourself, dude? I work out with my wife now and kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ask ask Virginie, like, she's like, stop pressuring me and doing second sessions and stuff. <laughs> but, but, um, I knew you still no, can't you're right. work out alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do it once in a while. Like, right now, I'm on the. So for my second session, like, because I don't like to do it alone, you're absolutely right. I need, like, I already have a plan, a plan of 42 days of, like, weightlifting that I need to do. So this, way, so this way I need to do it, right? There's already the dates and all this. Because if not, you're, yeah. I've been doing it for a long time. And the thing I've learned for myself is it needs to be, like, it needs to be fun. And the way to make it fun for me is... Yeah, that people work out with you. Like working out just to work out or just to prove to myself I can do it or to try to be the absolute best or whatever. I mean, I want, I'm not saying that I don't like that, but that, that ship has been sailed for now. Like it's more working out to try to kick the, kick the person's like asses right next to me or at least tell them I'm older than them or that I had better form, <laughs> or that I went lower, hey, or that like there's something that I did a little bit better than them. <laughs> yeah. speaking, speaking of kicking ass, um, how'd you do in the uh, age group online qualifier? Uh, <laughs> good question. I finished 80th something, or? Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't go like that backfire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, well, I didn't. Who won? Who won between uh, Reza and? Uh, oh, I still crushed him. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah, Reza. What did you get? Yeah, better. Reza. Sixty-seventh, I think. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, put a little star in your calendar. That won't happen again. That oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that's not true. Reza is like Mister <laughs> Open. Like anything online qualifier, he kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I uh, you're right. But uh, did like. When you look at the top ten guys in that category, it's completely insane. Like I don't, I don't believe half of them. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I tell you, I believe, I believe that. Yo, the the first year that Nadeau went to the games in the Masters, so one of my athletes, thirty five, you know, thirty five, thirty nine, she was excited because she was like, "Hey, you're gonna be my coach, but." you're the same age, so you can probably pass for an athlete and just, like, you know, go in some zones that, like, others can't go, right? And I get there. Never during the weekend, even if I would wear workout clothes, did anyone mistake me for being an athlete. <laughs> Way too small. 
looking like nothing. Wait, like, I'm t- these guys are really impressive. <laughs> really the, like, even, yeah, yeah, the Masters guys, like, they're huge. Yeah, yeah they're really impressive. Yeah. I don't know if they have the best contractile potential, but their productive application of force is impressive for their age. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like working uh, out on nice, your own is nice definitely way, an adjustment. Yeah, I was gonna say a nice way of saying they move like shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, in masters, I'm sure Reza can confirm. Everyone starts to not move very well. So, like, it's a huge advantage to be strong. That's why my money is on uh, Paul for, like, 35-39 world champion. Because he has the strength. That's in two opens. Yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe this thing will be over in two opens. You'll be good. Hopefully. I keep keep, uh, telling, like, guys like James and Austin – Spencer, like all those guys are, we're the same age and rich, you know, and obviously rich is still going to be super fit. So he won't do it, but I'm like, it'd be really cool. if, like when we all turn 35, like we all like say, let's do this. And, and we know that like, nobody cares about the masters really at the games. Like there, nobody really goes to watch it unless it's family and stuff like that. So like we would just go and bring our families and just have fun. Oh, and Craig Kenny, Craig Kenny, same age, all just 87. Throw it out. And just, like, throw down. Yeah, imagine how fun that would be. That'd be pretty dope. That'd be really yeah. cool. Exactly. You would have a blast. You would have a blast. Yeah. That'd be huge. You just get your own, like, arena alone. Yeah, just, you guys yeah. are just alone there to hit these workouts hard and yeah. have yeah, a beer at night. We would, yeah, assuming we would all qualify. I mean, man, yeah. there's so many fit guys out there. It's crazy, even at that age. Yeah, yeah. It's, you start telling people, too many people that you guys are doing that, then you're going to get some people coming out of the woodwork to try and challenge you. Exactly. This, this, year, this year, like, I wouldn't even have come close to qualifying in the 40-plus category. I oh, checked yeah. the scores. I was like, okay, let's make myself feel a little bit better. Let's see. No. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are fit, man. They're crazy. Yeah. Or I just need to train alone a lot more. Yeah, you need to switch it up. Yeah, one. Uh, switch it up. I've got a. I got one last question before we wrap this up, because I know Rez has to go coach a, a virtual class soon. Oh, um, <laughs> you remind yeah. him. Oh, that's right. uh, what. What if you could take one piece of home equipment? One. If your whole garage was completely emptied and you could only keep one thing, what would you choose? That'd be easy because I used to only have one thing when I would travel, and add one heavy dumbbell. One heavy dumbbell. How yeah. heavy? Uh, well, back then, 55 pounds was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now I would like have a 70-pounder. A 70-pound? Explain, explain why. Well, just because this way you can do – you can, first of all, um, <laughs> doing asymmetrical stuff is really, really good for your core strength and, and for your stability, and it transfers really well after to like when you'll be able to use a barbell. So that's why I would have only one. Um, then with a, with a dumbbell, you can snatch, you can overhead lunge, you can clean and jerk, you can squat, uh, and then you can run with it, you can farmer carry it. Uh, you can do like it's all endless. sorts of, yeah, all sorts of things. You can even use it to like put it on the ground and do like plyometric push-ups and have one hand on like one, like hand of the bell, the other one on the ground, jump, go to the other side. Like you can do, you can use it to jump over when you do burpees. You can virtually do 
almost anything. But why and heavy? Why heavy? Just because it's very easy to like find any ohm or like yard stuff that is light that you could use for lighter stuff. That's true. It's hard to always, go towards 70 put, pounds. And if you want to get make it feel a little lighter, you can always put two hands on it. You don't need to use it for like just one arm or one, you know? Yeah. Uh, and because this, were you because I want thing? to stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> that's the answer. That's the answer right there. Were you towing this thing around like with your boats when you were sailing and all this? Is that what you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, when I started CrossFit at the same time, I was coaching the Ontario sailing team actually out of Hamilton. And uh, I started to be like, hey, CrossFit is the shit. I really want everyone to do it. So I bought a dumbbell. That's great. And, and then after like the next thing that I got was rings. Did uh, what? Well, so if you had like a go to, you didn't have a, let's say you, you show up at this place. You drop your boat. You're like, I need to hit a wad. What's your go-to wad with that dumbbell? What that someone could hit? Oh, like right I now used to like home. my benchmark was ten rounds of ten hang squat cleans with a dumbbell. You can switch hands whenever you're tired, and then ten push-ups. That was it. Should we program that for that? Let's program it. The doobie special. Yeah, that was a tough one. I mean, I remember back then that was burning the lungs like round three, and then you just had to keep going. That looks. That sounds a lot like um, like support your local box wad one. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the, uh, oh yeah, this dumbbell snatch, but it's taking this the power with the squats, combining it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. It's very similar. Ten rounds, hang squat clean. You can switch your arms whenever you want, and ten push-ups. Yeah, that's I'll be cool. honest. Like the first few times, I would use two arms on the. Hang squat cleans. <laughs> really? Just go <laughs> Yo, man, I was 135 pounds. Yeah, you're tiny. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Cool. Like, we're gonna we're gonna program that then. We'll call it the doobie special. Oh, cool. Very cool. Some people some people will think that it's something else than a workout. Yeah, yeah just say <laughs> that you have to do it at 4 p.m. 4:20. 420. Yeah, 420. The doobie special. <laughs> Love it. Well, dude, it was great to have you on, man. We're going to, uh, Jason wants, is going to come on again for, uh, his residency, uh, podcast position. So we'll have you on for a third <laughs> shot and maybe we'll do like a full team on here one time. It'll be great. Yeah, we should. Cool. Any, Thanks, any, Doobie. Okay. See you, yeah, thank you. See you, dude. Ciao.